Also, welcome back to another episode of It Is What It Is podcast. I am your host, Cody Kelly. Look, I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate all your support, but you know how you want to stay connected so you can keep seeing amazing content. You have to subscribe to the YouTube link below, YouTube CV space K, or where all podcasts are heard. It doesn't matter if it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you listen to podcasts, we are there. I have an amazing, an amazing episode featured artist into the silo. I am excited about this one. How are you guys doing today? Good. 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 Amazing. Good. Good. Yeah, Looking wow. forward. Thanks cool, for cool. Look. Us. Y'all, anytime, anytime. Look, before we get into it, I want to air the music. Audience, let me know what you're thinking. We're going to preview their first music video live on here, premiere set. So we're going to show it. Let me hear your feedback, and then we'll get into the questions. shot of josh i don't know about you guys but i love that one yeah 
<laughs> awesome. Amazing music, amazing video. Look, before we get into this, what led to the creation of this group, right, Josh? You know, they, they mentioned that you were the founder of this group. Yeah. Why? Why put it together? So I've always been uh, a crazy metalhead ever since I was a little kid. Uh, <clears throat> kind of went in and out of metal, uh, listening to and playing uh, and all that shit. And so I got done with college, moved to Chicago. And finally, eight years after I lived in Chicago, uh, after being in several bands, I was just like, screw this. I want to play something heavy and just straightforward. And so I, uh, my buddy Eric uh, O'Connor got me in touch with Anthony uh, via the internet. And then Tade, I knew already because he was a regular at one of my bars. Uh, and then he showed me a video of him screaming. I was like, sweet, you're in. <laughs> and then uh, Zach and I, uh, we worked together at a place called High Dive. And uh, I used to see him all the time. And we used to party together and hang out. And then Drew, I just met because I worked at a bar also at High Dive as well. And he would come in for lunch all the time. And he said, hey, I play bass. I want to join your band. I'm like, sweet, let's do it. I like it. I like it. Yeah. What, you know, I just kind of thinking about how music has evolved. Um, you know, I was thinking about growing up, you know, uh, Metallica was huge. Corn was huge, right? Yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers has always been huge, and it kind of had like a resurgence in kind of like the early 2000s, right? Totally. Where, where is, you know, or would you classify yourself technically as heavy metal, right? And that's always the kind of debate. Is it more, you know, grungy? Like, you know, where does that fall in line? And then where is that genre of music going? Uh, are you still talking to me, Cody? Or anyone, yeah. Okay. For me, for me, I'm I'm now comfortable saying I play in a metal band. But okay. I just I just say metal because I don't really know the subgenre. I don't really necessarily like subgenres because they kind of like get really confusing. Mm -hmm. um, but I just know that one thing is really cool, and the reason why I'm comfortable of saying our band is metal now is that one article that re uh, did some quick thing on us compared us to Napalm Death. So and so. Um, that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at with that, you know. Perfect, perfect. Look, I don't know if you guys know. Um, I tried my uh, interest at guitar, so you know this one is coming to Tony. I'm not a very good guitarist, you know. I just simply lack the discipline. But growing up, you know, I'm a huge Prince, huge Hendrix, Van Halen, um, uh, Clapton. Um, I'm trying to think of who else uh, that I'm really Van Halen. You know, yeah, I said Van, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Like, I just like guitars. You know, John Mayer. You know, like, I just yeah. like the guitar sound. Tony, why, why, like, you know, you know, what, what prompted you? What led you into becoming a guitarist? Like, what kept you going? Because a lot of, you know, for us, you know, I just wanted to be, you know, I wanted to be a rock star. Everybody wanted that rock star life. You saw, you know, yeah, the, the kind of Hendrix movies and you saw Woodstock was like, I could do this, you know, but to stay <laughs> with it, that's a, that's a whole nother thing. What made you stay with it? Uh, it, it became uh, an outlet, like something like a, like a sneeze or an itch. Like I have to do it. It's, it's, it's beyond, I want to do it. I have to do it. I have to get it out of me. Right. So that's what's kept me going. Um, I started, believe it or not. So that that name you heard before, Eric O'Connor, that was that's my best friend growing up. Right. He kind of was instrumental in me starting to play the guitar. Um, worst guitar teacher ever. But 
you know, if you if you watched them, you kind of picked up some cool things if you could just pay attention, right? right. Um, but I that it was that, and I saw my other friends in a band, and I saw the camaraderie and and just like the feeling they were having. I'd watched their practices, and I was like, I want to do that. Like I want to do that. And then you, and then my competitive, I competitiveness. I I played sports, you know, in high school as a two sport athlete, right? So I was always been competitive. So I was like, man, I want to get really good at it now. Like, let's see how good I, you know, can get. Uh, I, you know, nowhere near where I really want to be. But that's the fun is that like, you're never satisfied. Like, it kind of sounds like that's bad, but like, you're always there's always a new way to look at something. I mean, it's just. It's like in a Rubik's cube, but it plays really cool tunes if you do something right. You know what I mean? You don't have to be a genius to figure it out. And you, I never really learned other people's music. I just started writing my own. Oh wow! What what has um, separated you from you know? I think every guitarist Tony has their own unique style. Um, you know, I don't think one guitarist is the same as another. Um, you know, Jimmy Page is not um Van Halen, right? Like he rushed yeah, it right? yeah, two different yeah. styles, two different really people. I mean, it might be similar in some aspects, but you know, I mean, as far as their like their grip on music, like it's a totally different vibe, right? And you said, you know, you just started writing your own. What led you down kind of this this creative path? Well, I, well, I should say I, I kind of uh uh, take back. I learned some, I never learned a whole song, right? I learned certain riffs of bands. Like I learned Metallica's Enter Sandman and like, just like the main stuff, you know, the cool, like you could play it once and everyone's like, yeah. Right. Like I learned that stuff. I don't, I, don't yeah. I didn't even give that a shot. I never wanted to even try <laughs> it. I was like, no, these guys do it perfectly. I don't need to hear anyone else do it really. But, um, I guess it's kind of like any other type of art, you know, everyone has their own vision and their own view, right? The way I see the world is different than the way Todd A, Josh and Zach and Drew see the world. So the music I write, and I was actually thinking about this. I, I write like, I was telling Josh and he laughed about it, but like, I think of like, you remember the movie 300? <laughs> Any scene where they're going into some epic battle, I try to write like what would be playing if it was a metal song. Seriously, like I think of like epicness like that. I just think of what's epic, what's gonna yeah. just bring down the house. Yeah. And then I brought, you know, finally we found Zach, who I'd like Zach to get his his take on this because he's the other guitar player, but he's he's a lot more. He did say it pretty well. He he is kind of the feeling, the melody, and I'm kind of the brute force, if that's a good way to put it. I don't know, Zach, if you have your own. Yeah, no, that's what I would say. I mean. When I joined the band, uh, I was just like given some demos. I didn't even go through Josh. I just found uh, Tony posted on uh, some Facebook page and then found out Josh was in it later. But um, yeah, I would say when it comes to like, you know, Tony's style, the writing is what stood out to me. It was very like natural, very like feeling inside of metal. It kind of escaped some of the stuff that I've been hearing similar though. And so, you know, kind of like, you know, that's what we play off of. He's got these just like hammer riffs. So they're just like heavy as hell. And uh, I, you know, I try to come in with my playing. And even though, you know, I've been playing since I was like 
in third grade, so like probably twenty years. And I don't—I mean, I don't know how he how he learned so fast, but his speed is immense. So I try to keep up with that and add a little bit of uh, just flair here and there to kind of you know, I guess bring it all together and try to get closer. And we go through, and I'll play something one way, and he'll be like, ah, oh, maybe maybe a different way, or you know, stick it like this. And it's a collaborative process, but um, yeah, I think very much like. I think the style that's unique is it's, it's very it like tries to like convey a feeling as much as like trying to be flashy. It's more about like all right, what's what's just like heavy? What's going to make you feel something? What's going to make you want to get up and move? What's go, what's going to want to like what's going to help take you to wherever you're trying to go through like an expression of music and and give you the energy you need to like just just fucking push, you know? So I don't know. That's fine. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say the funny story story behind that, Cody, is I did put a post up in Facebook group like for metal guitar players, like, hey, looking to add another guitar player, yada yada yada. I was like, hey, I found this guy. I go to the band practice with Todd A and Josh and the rest of them. I, was like, I found this guy, and I think he might be pretty good. And um, I I showed Josh, and he's like, I used to work with that guy. I was like, <laughs> you knew he existed and didn't want to tell me. <laughs> yeah, I and I had totally forgotten that uh, Zach even played guitar. And I had known this dude for like two or two or three years or something like that. I don't know. I'm I'm a dummy sometimes. You poor soul. Well, I don't. You're good. I, don't, I, don't, I got I got one coming to you today. But one more question for you, Zach, before I switch today. Yeah. So uh, Tony mentioned about seeing the world through music, right? You you said you're more of the melody behind the group, right? So how do you, you know, like for, uh, you know, I, I think sometimes when it comes to evaluating music. Um, People like to put rubber stamps on it, right? Like they think all gospel music sounds like this, and that's not true. They think all rap sounds like this. They think all R&B, all heavy metal, all rock, classic rock. But every song and every group has its own different flair because it's really through the artist's eyes, right? So when you're playing, like how do you interpret like heavy metal? How do you paint a picture uh, and, and really see the world through your instrument? Hmm. Uh, that's a good question. Um you know, I like to think of it as what I see through metal and what drew it to me was a lot of that, uh, honestly, like a positive energy, like a good outlet sort of thing. Because, you know, you get all kinds of emotions running through you. And I think there's a lot of, cha- or I see a lot of chaos. I see a lot of, you know, confusion and fear and and stuff like that. And I think, you know, what I've always tried to do what, what I feel like I, you know, try to express is, is kind of just like a line through it in a way to kind of bring it together and to sort of like, you know, walk through it, if you will, and, and understand the purpose of it. Uh, I guess that's what I kind of get in metal, uh, a bit like, uh, also just kind of being comfortable with that chaos and that noise, um, and that dissonance sometimes. And, uh, just kind of harnessing moments like that for your own like good. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, to- I totally agree. What's funny about genres is it's, it's, it's kind of theoretical, but when you think about musical voice, I often think like a lot of people get lumped together who are trying to sort of say the same thing or say it in similar ways. And I think it can kind of be cool for people to kind of, you know, get to know other musicians who are trying to say something and they'd be like, oh, we're saying similar things. Let's hang out or whatever. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of what I what I think about metal and how what I try to express through it. 
That makes a lot of sense. You know, you guys have an interesting makeup. Tade, so you're the singer, right? Um, you know, group music, as diverse as music is, it's really not. You're right? <laughs> like, like, you know, NSYNC looks one way, uh, Boys to Men looks another way, right? Um, you know, uh, a lot of similarities, but obviously, Tade, you're not, right? And that's a unique trait. So yeah. what attracted you uh, to this group? And then how, how did you find yourself, you know, in this market? Because, you know, if people are thinking like heavy metal, traditionally, you might not come to mind, right? <laughs> right. It's, it's fine. When people, th- when people think of, you know, my job, they don't think of me, but, you know, it works. So how, how did you make this transition? And, and, and then how do you take this? Because I think it's beautiful. And I'm not saying that to be funny. You know, I think it's amazing. I think this is what's needed in music. Um, how do you take this this pure collaboration, this pure energy, and then create something so unique that the market has to now respond to it? Uh, I'll answer the first question, though. I'll tell you this. Coming from where I'm from, uh, living, because I'm from Arkansas, and I was always passionate about music. My family, like, they kind of, like, taught me some, like, you know, some, you know, certain ways how to, like, to hold a pitch and everything. And so I've learned a lot of that. And I guess that for me, my first time seeing any rock music, it was just like I, I remember seeing Nonpoint on screen uh, and then like Linkin Park. And I was just like, man, this is wild. What is this? And like I just didn't have an access or any outlet, you know. And then when I finally got a hold of it, I'm like, man, I want to see more of that. So over the past few years, I was always interested, but I just had to like put the pieces together. So this isn't my first attempt being in a band. Uh, my first attempt was more or less the reason why Josh was able to see that video of me because I've, I've started my previous band before. Uh, it seemed promising for me because I was like, I never thought I'd get this far. But for some, you know, for some magical reason, of course, college, work, and I was just like, God, I don't think I could do it. So then we just ended up breaking up. Um, but I still had that video. And so showing Josh that video, I'm glad that he felt that way, that I should join the band. But me personally, like the creativity that I have, I tend to like, you know, find some kind of balance because, I mean, I love music. I, I not only listen to rock or metal, and I'm also into like hip hop and electronic. And I even have jazz nights on Monday. So like, I just bounce around and just take in the creativity and how they approach the music in the same way how I approach either Tony's riffs or just even just hearing like uh, Josh just like just goofing on the drums. And I'm like, I immediately like that. But the only challenge I feel like was just like figuring out my cadence. And I think that was something that I had to learn to find a balance for. And so luckily for me, it's all trial and error. And and, and in the end, it just ends up working out, you know. Oh, well said, well said. So um, what's, you know, what's next, right? So, you know, um, Kid Rock, who I was a fan of, now I'm just kind of battling between the two. Because <laughs> it's like kid to do something, and they don't say something politically. I'm like, kid, just shut up, you know. So he said something that I I think is an amazing quote. He says, Everybody gets into music because they like music. He's like, I hate when musicians say, I got into music because I wanted to be a musician. He's like, What's the real reason? He's like, I wanted the money, right? So what is that end goal? So, like, so Josh, I mean, like, you know, <laughs> is, is that an end goal? Um, you know, uh, you guys just put out the album, a billion streams. You go well, platinum, world tour, life changes. Is that is that the goal? Uh, I mean, that would be awesome. 
Uh, yeah. And I guess that's kind of the goal too, but honestly, that whole quote from kid rock, I've always actually disagreed with that. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, cause I knew I wasn't going to make money. And when I started playing music, my first show that I played was like August of 1997 is when, uh, I played my first show with my, my high school punk band. And I knew right then that that was like, dude, I got to have this in my life, regardless if I make money from it or not. And so for 23 years, 24 years now, I've just been doing that same thing. And I knew that a lot of the bands, too, that I was like playing in or into, some of them are really marketable. But the stuff that I was really like stoked on, like this kind of shit, it's sometimes it's pretty hard to market that, you know. Um, But then again, look at Cannibal Corpse, look at Die Artist Murder. And these are homies of homies from Tucson, Gate Creeper, and they're like doing really well. So like, I don't know. Um, it's not necessarily my end goal cause I would be doing it. I've been doing it for free for 24 years anyway. You know, I've never gotten to the point where I could like buy groceries with my tour money that I have left over. It's never been like that. It's just, uh, I just keep doing it because like Anthony said before, it's kind of just something inside me that has to get out. And for me, uh, personally being a drummer, I get to use all of my limbs and it basically just feels like. I have a two hour session. It feels like I ran like 10 miles. You know what I mean? So it's like really good exercise. It's really good for like my emotions and shit like that. And because I'm so passionate and I love music so much, like it kind of helps me take a big breath. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, regardless of money, I'm always going to be doing it anyway. I, I think the main objective here for all of us is like just one to have fun, write some super awesome heavy riffs and songs and have fun yeah and i think the rest will follow as long as we do everything else right you know what i mean like but um as far as like social media and getting our name out there but i I think if we just enjoy what we're doing it'll catch on yeah and i think uh i've always told these dudes too like i can see us doing some pretty good stuff because our chemistry for five guys yeah it's like it's one of the best bands I've ever been in as far as that's concerned. And I've been like a several, you know, I'm not like an accomplished musician by any means, but I've been doing this for a really long time and played with like tens of, you know, hundreds of people, hundreds of different people. And this mixture of dudes has just been great, like really empathetic. And like, we can talk about stuff and like, if something's like not going right. We can all figure it out. Like it's, it's been really great. Yeah, I I feel the same way, uh, with only like a slight twist to it. Because I think for me, what really helps me write too is the fact that like it's also just having like the platform to at least you know convey an idea or, or like a story or something. And I feel like all my life, I've always wanted to like you know ha- share this kind of like experience and this conversation with other people. Even if that conversation is just me lyrically spewing out things that like either you knew about or didn't know about, but just like sharing that with everyone, I feel like that's just, that's my excitement, you know, cause then I, I can just sit here and, and say all these things. Um, and, and if fame and, and fortune came with it, I'm like, Oh, cool. You know, I'm like, I, I would just, I just take it and I'm like, all right, whatever. But also something I do want to address that makes it a little bit more different is the fact that like, you know, I still want to connect with the fans, even if I'm passionate about my music, I'm also passionate or at least happy to know that there are people who enjoy what I do. And I want to discuss that with them, you know? So that's, that's also something that gets me excited about this. Totally. 
So hypothetical, let's say uh, Sony reaches out into the title. Look, guys, I love you guys. Um, you know, I'll pay for the first tour, first international tour, million dollar signing bonus. Do you quit your job? Tony, two times, do you get scrappy anymore? Do you hold, on, hold on, hold on. I want to say something. If, if, if Sony was on that, if Sony's like, yo, I, I want to buy into you guys. I'm like, yo, where's my PS5 at, though? Like, let me get that first. Like, let me get that first. So you, can- <laughs> you can keep the PS5. I'll take the million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. But um, no, I would uh, immediately call Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy's our boss. That's, that's why he's at it. Oh. <laughs> hey, sir, this is the last day. <laughs> listen, I'd be like, listen, we need to have a Zoom meeting real quick. I got to tell you something. Yeah. I'm I've, out. I've had conversations about this with my fiance, and she's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you would have to take that, and we would figure it out. I'd be like, I'd be rich enough to fly out wherever we're going anyway, so why not? She's yeah. like, yeah, do it, you know? So I, I would take it, and then, I mean, I wouldn't leave my job right away, though. I, I, <laughs> I won't say no more, but I wouldn't leave my job right away. Yeah, he's got a dope job. He's got a dope job. However, though, I definitely would be more likely to do that and then try to invest into my hometown because then that will just be the new norm for me. Like, hey, all I do is, like, play music, invest in my town, and that's, like, you know, bread and butter for me. Awesome. Yeah, same thing Tade said right there. Take (laughs) Tade. Tade. Take the money and run. (laughs) <laughs> but definitely uh, invest in some other things, you know, as well. But, I mean, Sony, like we're telling you, when it comes to marketing this music, Sony's not going to reach out with a million dollars. But, nope. uh, you know, if, they, if someone wants to fund a tour or a record, our email is into the silo at gmail.com. So, <laughs> well, I should be like, yo, 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 let me give you like a meal for one yeah. One song, yeah, make another one. <laughs> well, first off, if, if it was Sony and they came with only a mil, I'm like, yo, you guys are lowballing us. I know you guys have money. <laughs> yeah. I've actually had uh, I've had discussions about that. I told you, Josh, with with my fiance, like, she's like, well, she's like, would you guys, quote unquote, sell out to make it? And I was like, what do you mean? How much selling out are we talking about here? You I know, like, put on a mask. <laughs> I'm not putting. Yeah, I'm probably. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be more inclined to, to, to face paint and put on a mask than I would to have clean vocals. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It'd probably make it to the new bucket head. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> nice name drop there, Cody. We gotta do like 12 albums a year then. Right. <laughs> so what, what, what's rolling down? So you guys released it. You released the music video. You put the album out. I've uh, been listening to it. What else is rolling out for 2021? What's kind of on the horizon that you want to tell the people about? Boys, you mind if I go? Go for it. All right. So my vision after we got done with the the EP, the six-song EP, was to – because this is like kind of, in my experience, a natural progression of songs. Uh, Whatever songs we wanted to re-record, if all of them, the first – like out of the first six – we could do that and add them to a full length. But as it's going now, we're writing new songs and uh, those songs, the sound is kind of changing a little bit. So we're kind of picking from the first six. We're probably going to do like three maybe or four. I think four was what was the last conversation we had. And then we're going to add them to the ones that we're doing now and do a full length. And I, my goal 
for me personally is to have the album released by the early early fall mm. if not late, yeah. summer, something late like summer so but i mean overall like what we're looking to do is to get back into the studio yeah um we have the new material right finish that we have a live stream show coming up um Tade, I'm not exactly sure of the is it the 18th March 18th uh, March 13th March yeah. 13th. So we have that coming up, which we're really excited about. Um, and yeah. so that's what's on the horizon next is just getting back into the studio, putting out another six or seven tracks or something like that, and and then probably make another video. Just repeat the cycle, and hopefully by then, you know, things have opened up and we can we can bring a show and you can come see us live, Cody. That'll work. I'll be there. I'll be in the front row. Trust me. I will oh, definitely, and I'll take out our face. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there. Well, look, I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for being on. It is what it is. Before I go, tell the people where they can connect with you. Josh, where can they follow you? Where can they download the music? And we'll go around. You guys can give your social media. Where can they connect with you? Uh, all the major platforms, all the major music platforms, like Spotify, Apple Music, that kind of shit. Um, YouTube, we have our video on there. Uh, Tade, do we have our video anywhere else than that? It's just YouTube, right? Just YouTube and then uh, Vimeo. Yeah, Vimeo. Vimeo. All right. Yeah, it's just all those, the major platforms, major music platforms, and then uh, YouTube for our video. Awesome. Look, connect with Into the Silo. You guys want to shout out your social media hyperlinks so that they can follow you? Because I know Tony Two Toms is mad on IG. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At Tony Two Toms. Get with it. Awesome. First off, let's just also add add into the silo because that's definitely one of them you definitely should go to in the site into the silo on uh, Instagram. And then if you want to follow me for some magical reason, you can follow me at Tade T O D D A Y underscore uh, on Instagram. And then uh, yeah, that's where you can find on oh, at Twitter. I'm trying to do better at Twitter because I know Twitter is the place. So, you, you know, it doesn't hurt to check it out. So thank you. For- um, I'm at DJ underscore Tade. Awesome. Zach. Uh, yeah, you can find me. I, I pretty much only use Instagram right now, but uh, my tag is pretty heavy. Yes. Pizza. <laughs> I, try, I try to put riffs up every once in a while. Shout out new music. And that's pretty much it not a whole lot going through there but if you want to connect and say hey i'm always down for you to slide into my dms etc <laughs> perfect josh you on social media i am uh i'm at i'm on instagram uh it's my tag name is dr humstash and uh, <laughs> i'll tell you how to spell it you're gonna have to fix that out by yourself <laughs> I, I like it i like this, this humor. <laughs> guys connect with them support into the silo follow these guys look you know the cool thing about following is it's free it costs you nothing all you have to do is say look saw the episode i like what you guys are doing give you mad props connect with tony connect with today connect with zach connect with josh follow that instagram handle i'm gonna follow it after this because that just sounds funny to me but i appreciate my guys so much thanks thank you very much hey what's up everybody you like what you saw were you entertained were you informed you want to keep seeing amazing content, subscribe at the link below. YouTube, CV Space K. You connect where all podcasts are streaming, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor. Connect with me. I want to connect with you. Let's enjoy the ride.